Welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham. Scott alongside, as always. Hello, Scott. Sean, wow. Uh, nice to be here. Thanks for having me, as always. Uh, looking forward to starting some curling. I just got an email in my inbox, Sean. Curling starts next week. Yeah, we are seven days away from hitting the ice ourselves, which is kind of exciting. Although, as I always say, games in September don't really count for anything, right? Uh, no, they just count for, you know, getting loose, getting ready, having fun. Yeah, it's nothing to take too seriously. It's uh, get your legs under you. Really, anything before Thanksgiving, frankly, doesn't count. And in all reality, anything before Remembrance Day is just warm up. Uh, and then after Christmas uh, into January, well, it's the end of the season. It doesn't matter anymore. So there's really only like two games that matter. <laughs> exactly. You're just uh, out there having fun, trying to get yeah. as much curling in as possible. Yeah, so uh, we'll look forward to doing that as the teams out there are looking forward to getting started on the TV portion of their schedules. Yes, the Points Bet Invitational kicks off on Wednesday as we record this. And Scott, uh, this is a new event this year, something that people have talked about for a while. Could a single elimination event work in curling? And uh, the people at Points Bet have decided to become the title sponsors of just such an event. Uh, Scott, are you? We, we've heard about this for a few months since it was announced in the summer, and we know there's not going to be a Canada Cup this year. There's not going to be a Continental Cup this year. So are you looking forward to this particular event? Honestly, I, I wasn't really until we talked about it a couple of weeks ago on our podcast. Now I am, yeah. Now I'm really looking forward to it. I think... <laughs> You know, uh, it'll be great to just have some of the new teams be able to see them for the first time. One and done gives a bit more urgency to like actually watching the games. Okay. Right. Because there's like legit stakes where you don't really have that with the the Grand Slams where, you know, win two games and you'll get in the playoffs. So I kind of like that aspect of it. Uh, Also, you know, it'll be done faster than than a Grand Slam too. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, but Sean, I'm also looking forward to this little competition that Curling Canada announced, eligible for everybody, but in particular to the media, to fill out our brackets NCAA style and compete for some money. Yeah, so Curling Canada through points bet is doing a contest, a bracket challenge. Uh, If you get a perfect bracket on both the men's and the women's side, you could win a million dollars. Now, we, if you saw on social media, have upped it, and we are going to give $10 million if somebody submits a perfect bracket uh, under the condition that it is a $10 million credit to any Patreon content that we have, uh, which is none. Uh, But still, it's a $10 million contest. It's pretty good, Scott. Pretty good, Sean. It's pretty good. Yeah. And then uh, even if you don't win the $1 million, uh, the total grand prize is a VIP trip for two to next year's point bet, uh, Points Bet Invitational, including okay. VIP passes, airfare, uh, and hotel accommodation. So pretty sweet. Uh, pretty sweet, right? 
Yeah, it depends where it is, I guess. I guess, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, second prize, Sean, is two passes to the event, airfare and hotel not included. So, <laughs> and, and third prize is you're fired. And, <laughs> As always. <laughs> so we're looking forward to uh, participating in this. We are going to participate in the media part. Uh, so that is open to media participants. Uh, I assume many of our podcast friends will be submitting their brackets into this. And I believe it's a thousand dollar donation to the for the love of curling uh, in the name of the winning media entry i believe that's what we're competing for scott perfect nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that do you think though if we get a perfect bracket they would give us a million dollars too or do we have to like i mean we'd obviously have to donate some of that million dollars to uh for the love of curling right well a thousand of it (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) that's uh yeah that's a good question We'll have to see. I, I think we have a good sh- a shot at this, Sean, because uh, we're experts at curling. We talk about it every week. So obviously we, we must be pretty good at making picks. Hopefully. So uh, so let's get into this. We'll go through the bracket. We will make our picks. We'll talk about why we're making these picks a little bit. Uh, if you remember a few weeks back, as Scott said, we went through and talked about the brackets and who is here and who... Uh, is not here is only Canadian teams. This is something that I wasn't sure about over the course of the summer when they made this announcement, was this going to be everybody? Cause it just said in the initial press release, the top, whatever, 13 teams or 12 teams would get invites, but it didn't specify mm-hmm. Canadian or around the world. Clearly it's just a Canadian event. Interesting. When you think about it, probably that's i don't know like it's like the canada cup i guess like i thought this was the replacement for the continental cup it seems more like yeah. a replacement for the canada cup in in some ways yeah yeah that's true and it does seem like it's the event that it's replacing this year for sure is the canada cup but going forward with olympic qualifying still up in the air for how it's going to work they're yeah. likely to bring back the canada cup and as the prize is a trip to next year's points bet invitational boy that'd be a real kick in the teeth if they just canceled it <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, especially if one of these teams, like uh, if one of the teams that uh, is unlikely to get there next year wins uh, somehow mm-hmm. in some sort of amazing Cinderella run, uh, you know, it's the Land and Roonies of the world win this, and then next year, like, oh no, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott, what do you want to start with here? You want to start on the men's side or the women's side? Uh, let's start on the men's side because I've already okay. clicked a few of them. So. Okay, so uh, let's start. We'll start on the uh, either left side or top of the bracket, depending on what you're looking at. So this is going to be the one sixteen match. This is Brad Gushu against Nick Deagle. Nick Deagle was or is the defending national club champion. They are from Nova Scotia. Brad Gushu, of course, from Newfoundland and Labrador, uh, the defending bronze medalist at the mm-hmm. Olympic Games. New look team here, of course, Ryan Harnden, excuse me, EJ Harnden is in. And Brett Gallant is out at the second position. Scott, Brad Gushu hasn't played yet this year. They did put out a rather uh, funny video on social media of Brad taking what he said was his first slide of the year and uh, being unable to get up from said slide. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if that changes your thoughts uh, overall of how they're going to perform. But in this matchup, is there any chance that Nick Deagle can win this game? 
No. <laughs> okay. So we got Gushu moving on. Uh, so let's move to the 8-9 matchup. That's going to be John Epping and Mike McEwen. Both these teams are now playing out of Ontario. Uh, this past weekend, they were participating, or at least John Epping was playing in the Okotoks event, uh, the pretty significant event there. Uh, John Epping made it into the quarterfinals, lost to Matt Dunstone in that quarterfinals. Uh, I don't know if, if McEwen was playing, they didn't make the playoffs. So, uh, Scott, this is a, an interesting matchup. I think it's, uh, as we talked about before, this is a good 8-9. Do you have a strong feeling between Epping and McEwen here? When I pick my NCAA bracket, Sean, I try to pick nines over eights because you get more points for it. Does that work here? I'm not. Uh, I'm not really sure. Yeah. What What's your thoughts? I think that this is where the million dollar offer kind of uh, saves itself, just because John yeah. Epping is a, a player who, admittedly will have great games and have bad games. And so in a one-game setup, it's so hard to predict anything with John Epping and Mike McEwen, new team. How are they going to relate to each other? I don't know. And then you have the, if it even matters, the quote-unquote rivalry of, you know, Fry is now with uh, Mike McEwen used to play, of course, with John Epping. Like, what is that dynamic going to be? First time playing against each other. Who, like, you know, you, even if they like each other, which I think they do, you still you, know, you kind of want to beat them, your former yeah. teammate, right? So it, it's a really interesting dynamic here. Uh, I just looked. Uh, McEwen did not play in the Okotoks event. I'm going to lean slightly towards John Epping, though. Okay, my my gut would be McEwen for the reasons okay. you said, but okay. uh, I'm easily convinced of Epping. So let's do that. All right. So we got John Epping winning that 8-9 matchup. So let's move on then to the next game. That is going to be Reed Carruthers, of course, used to play with Mike McEwen and Team McCruthers uh, going up against Braden Calvert. We talked about him when we talked about the bracket. Uh, look for them maybe, potentially, taking the next step here in this quad. This is the 5-12 matchup. Reed Crothers was in Okotoks, uh, made it to the quarterfinals as well, losing to Kevin Cooey out there. Scott, do you give Braden Calvert a chance? You know what, Sean? I do. Uh, there's always going to be a 12 over a 5. I, I would pick Braden Calvert. Okay. I'm good with that. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're not going to win this bracket by going chalk. <laughs> that is very true. We will not. Uh, and I think it's when we talk about Reed Carruthers and his team on the schedule episode, they're playing a lot this year. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they, they'll have a chance to make up any losses here. I think so. I think so. The next up is the 413 matchup. Kevin Cooey, the team that, of course, beat Reed Carruthers in that quarterfinal, actually made it all the way to the finals of the Okotoks event, losing to Brendan Botcher. Scott, I put out on social media that it was nice of Kevin Cooey and Brendan Botcher to let us all participate over the summer about lineup changes and what it all means mm -hmm. just to uh, have another final between the two of them. Uh, nothing matters. So uh, <laughs> we played each other. Uh, Brendan Botcher won that game, but a good start for Team Cooey, that new look team. Uh, Jack Smeltzer 
They are from New Brunswick. They are the sponsors invite here, a local squad getting the invite to this event. I think we asked what the over under on points for Jack Smelter and his team was, and we're not particularly optimistic there. Uh, have you grown any more optimistic about their chances since we last talked? Well, the way that Team Cooey played on the weekend uh, sort of solidified what I was thinking there. So yes, uh, Kevin Cooey to advance. Okay. Sean, let's finish up this uh, this side okay. of the bracket. Finish up the side of the bracket. Okay. So uh, if we go back to the top of the bracket, that is going to be Brad Gushu against John Epping. 1-8 matchup. Yeah, I still like Gushu. Uh, it'll be the first event they're playing. So maybe a little rust uh, gets kicked off in that first match. But uh, it, should be, it should be close. But I still think Gushu, Sean. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think we underestimated them significantly going into the Briar last year and then going into the World mm-hmm. Championship as well. And uh, I'm tired of doing that. So let's uh, have them move on here. Very good. And then uh, Braden Calvert against Kevin Cooey. I think it's got to be Cooey. I think so, yeah. You know, nice run yeah. for Braden Calvert. That's a good win for them, but uh, let's not go crazy. Yeah, let's not go crazy. And then uh, Gushu Kui. I'm leaning Kui, Sean. What about you? Yeah, I I agree. I, I think that's maybe where Gushu, not having played a lot uh, this year, not playing, having played at all, uh, maybe they're just not quite uh, as sharp as they will be later in the season. All right. So we've got Kevin Kui in the finals on the uh, top half of the bracket. Let's yes. uh, move down to the bottom. All right. So let's start here with the 6 11 matchup. That's going to be Glenn Howard against Felix Aslan. These two teams from Ontario and Quebec, respectively. Uh, should be a, a good matchup here, Scott, between these two sides. I think so. Yeah. Uh, it, this one's hard for me to pick because, uh, the, you know, Team Howard is very experienced and, and a very, very good team. Uh, and, and Felix's team is. It's the old Mike uh, Fournier team, right? Mm-hmm. Some good players. I, I don't know. I'm feeling like they might be a little frisky. I'm sort of leaning towards picking them. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. Glenn Howard's at the point of his career where he's kind of in that epping mode of like if if he's off that day, they're not going to win, which I guess is the case for all skips. But he's had more off days recently in the, in recent years than he had before uh they're still not super frequent uh but you know he's not at that same level and felix uh, and that team did really well last season uh, especially uh getting into the briar pulling mike fournier back in uh, after he had retired for like the third time Uh, so it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see them now this is the team moving forward but yeah i kind of like them in this spot yeah me too let's uh let's take them all right uh, let's move on then to the three fourteen matchup. That is going to be Matt Dunstone against Greg Smith. Of course, Greg Smith won the fan vote to get into this event, uh, beating out local favorite Jimmy the Kid, who I'm not still sure mm-hmm. how they didn't get that sponsor's invite, but hey, I'm not the sponsor, so I didn't do the invites. Uh, going up here against, as you say, Matt Dunstone. He lost to Brendan Botcher in the semifinals in Okotoks this week weekend scott do you give the upstart greg smith a chance uh i give them a chance but i I think it's pretty low thinking about these four games sort of at the bottom that'll be featured at the same time of day 
you think this might be the TV matchup? Yeah, I think it would be between all of the matchups here. Like I, I'd be the, the other one would be Howard Aslan, but I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I think you know if you're gonna have a fan vote to who see who gets in the event, you put them on put TV. That, put them on TV. Yeah, but uh, I think one and done for fan favorite team Greg Smith and Dunstone advances. Okay, and these games are like, are these actually? When are they? So this is uh, the Wednesday night slot. Um, like, I don't yeah. have the media guide open right now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so the, these four games are the Wednesday night uh, slot here on TV. Yeah, pretty good. And then they don't play Thursday. Good God, this event. Uh, why is it taking so long? Uh, anyway, so uh, so what do you like? So we like uh, we like Dunstone, right? We like Dunstone here, yes. Okay. So we'll put yeah. Dunstone through. All right. Uh, down at the bottom half of this is Colton Flash, number seven seed. The prohibitive favorites, I think, out of Saskatchewan this season going up against Karsten Sturmey in the 10 seed here. Karsten Sturmey, as we talked about, has had some success at the Alberta Provincials the past couple of years, uh, making it into the playoffs, into a final. Uh, hasn't been able to quite break through yet. Colton Flash was in Okotoks this weekend. He lost to Kevin Cooey, making a semifinal there. So a good start to the season for Flash and his side. Uh, not really the start of their season. They've already played overseas. So mm-hmm. they are well into shape, Scott. Do you think that will serve them well in this matchup against Carson Sturmey? I do. I do. I quite like uh, Team Flash here. They made the semifinals this weekend, as you said, uh, and also made the semifinals uh, the weekend or two weeks before that uh, event Labor Day weekend in Saskatchewan. So, uh, yeah, I, I quite like like their chances. I agree. Uh, so we'll put them forward. And then the final first round matchup, number two seed, Brendan Botcher, of course, winning this weekend in Okotoke. Uh, 3-2 in that final a real pitchers duel uh, they're going up against Landon Rooney the defending Canadian junior champions out of Ontario in the 15 slot Scott uh, it'll be cool to see Landon Rooney there mentioned it when I talked with Sabina about uh, sort of how cool it'll be to see Landon and his team there at this Mm -hmm. event but not sure if we'll get two games out of them uh, this week I'm not sure. No, I would. Uh, I would lean against it. So, botcher through for me. All right. So, uh, if we go back then to the top of this half of the bracket, we have Felix Aslant against Matt Dunstone, a three eleven matchup. I think I'm going to go Dunstone here, Sean. What do you say? Yeah, I, I don't mind that. Uh, that's a really good team uh, who has played. I think played a, a little more than. Uh, Felix and and that team so uh, give them the edge here yeah and I'm gonna I'm gonna push to take Flash over Botcher Flash they're playing really yeah they're playing well but of course Botcher just won that big event uh, in Okotoks Uh, but Flash as we saw at the Briar last year he was able to pull off some pretty big victories and in in important spots for him and the team and it really was with all due respect to the team, it was Colton Flash uh, who carried them through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he's on, he is on. Uh, and especially, I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never really talked to Colton Flash, maybe once or twice in, in scrums or whatever. But I, I wonder if he has like a bit of a chip on his shoulder after 
uh, no longer being on Team Cooey, and uh, whether or not like that that sort of influenced him or was in his head at the Briar last year because he seemed like he was really playing with a purpose. And uh, if if he can if he's carried that into this year, it'd be interesting to see, right? First real TV events, new events for everyone. Yeah, I, I don't mind that pick, Scott. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. And like I said, we're not going to win with uh, going chalk here. So uh, I like Colton Flash into that semifinal. Flash against Dunstone is going to be tough. I feel like if Flash is beating Botcher, they're probably beating Dunstone too. They're probably feeling it on a bit of a heater. But uh, what's your thoughts? So that game would be Friday afternoon, Flash against Botcher, and then it would be a full 24 hours to Saturday afternoon for the semifinal, uh, also at 4 p.m. So I don't know. I, I Yeah, let's go for it. Let's go for the narrative of Flash against Kui. I like that. Good. Okay. And then Flash and Kui played each other at Okotoks in that semifinal, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a close game. It was uh, eight to seven final in favor of Team Kui. Okay, so do you think Flash gets the revenge here Ooh. and wins the inaugural points bet invitational? That's that's a tough one, right? Like I think that would be the the great narrative of yep. it. Yeah, Flash got two threes against Kui in that final. That's hard. That's, that's going to be hard to replicate. It's hard to get threes off those guys. It is. Yeah. Yeah. My, my gut going into this was that Cooey would win, but. Okay. I'm Yeah. What, let's do it. Let's go with Cooey. I think we have enough non chalky things to get points, but okay. we can go with the chalky winner. What will the combined final score of the men's championship game be as a tiebreaker? Uh, these are eight end games, I believe. They're eight end games. They played an eight seven game in Okotoks. Yeah, let's go. I would say like six to four. So like a ten. Yeah, that's ten still pretty total. high scoring. I think. Okay, ten points in the final. Yep. And I'm submitting it. Our entry, game of stones. Yeah. All right. Oh. So there you go. So we got Kevin Cooey to win on the men's side. Uh, that is now submitted. You can compete against us uh, in this Sweep 16 challenge. So let's move on to the women's bracket. Let's start with the top ma- matchup, the top left. If you're looking at the image that Curling Canada put out, uh, the Wednesday 2 p.m. slot, the first draw of the Points Bet Invitational. The 116 match is Carrie Anerson against Tracy LaRock. Uh, Tracy LaRock from Northern Ontario. Carrie Anderson, the, uh, what is it now? Like 14-time defending Scottish champion. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's three. Uh, three, right? Four? Three. 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 Uh, time defending Scottish champion. I don't know, Scott. Uh, Tracy LaRock, they're, they're good. They're not a bad team, uh, of course. But uh, I don't know if they'll be able to beat uh, Carrie Anderson, as we talked about last time. Yeah, we're talking too much about this game, Sean. It's Carrie Anderson. Come on, let's go. All right. All right. uh, Eight nine matchup is Kelsey Rock from Alberta against Christina Black from Nova Scotia. We've seen both of these players at the national level before. Uh, Christina Black shifting into the skips role over the past few years. Uh, Kelsey Rock having some success out there in Alberta as well. 
as with the men, Scott, I think this is maybe the most interesting game on the board. But I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not feeling strongly one way or the other here. I, I, I'm feeling Kelsey Rock. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm feeling that uh, that strongly about it. But I have, I just sort of have a good feeling about them. Okay. So we got Kelsey Rock going through then to the second round. Uh, the next matchup is the 5-12 match. That's going to be Jennifer Jones against Andrea Kelly. Uh, Andrea Kelly, of course, after that great run at the Briar last year. And is just uh, they continue to load up. Uh, that should be a really good team, assuming they make it through to the Scotties this year. Something to keep our eye on moving through the season. But at the same time, it is Jennifer Jones, and they did win their first event together last weekend. So they have had a good start to the season. So I think this should be the TV game, if I'm being honest. But what do you think, Scott? Well, I, I do think it will be the TV game. Uh, I, I'm wondering if some of that home cooking might uh, might help them out. Yeah, yeah, it's... It, oh. If you got Jennifer Jones throwing those last rocks, uh, you got a good chance to win every time. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I we picked five twelve in the last one. Does it serve us to pick it again? Sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, let's do Does it. Is it? I yeah, let's I like this. Uh, you know this this Andrea Kelly team. I think they're seated a little low. I know it's based on points. Yeah. But based on what we saw at the Scotties last year, the the lineup change that was made. I like them. I think they are a strong team. And uh, let's let's throw some more excitement in there. Let's go with that 12. All right. I like it. Now this, uh, yeah, Jill Brothers will be slotting in at second on yeah. their team. So, yeah. Love that. Okay. Love that. I, I like it too. Let's okay. uh, let's pick them. All right. Uh, the 413 matchup is Chelsea Carey against Selena Sturme. We talked about uh, Selena Sturme last time, too. Uh, they've had some success provincially. And of course, Chelsea Carey uh, has had some success nationally. Uh, but uh, what do you think here, Scott? Uh, do we go with the more experienced Chelsea Carey? Yeah, I was thinking about the upset here, Sean, but reading the media guide, uh, it seems that Sturme has two. Uh, spares on their team for this event. Uh, okay. Kira Brunton at third and uh, Kalissa Daly at lead, replacing their two uh, usual players. So I think that's going to be tough, right? To uh, yeah. to come through and win with two spares. So uh, I, I'll go with Carrie. All right. So uh, Carrie is through. So let's uh, play out the rest of the bracket. Carrie Anderson against Kelsey Rock. Yeah, Team Anderson's really good, Sean. Yes, They're they are. And, and then does a hometown run continue for Andrea Kelly? Uh, I think it could. I think it could. What has Chelsea Carey's team done so far this year? Have they played? It's a wonderful question. Uh, I'm sure they've played a little bit. They did play. I think they played in the Alberta, one of the Alberta events uh, so far. Yeah, so the, the Savile shootout. Yeah, they played. Uh, went two and three in that event and they lost in the semifinal of the martinsville saskatchewan stadium event to okay. uh to tier and zoni they beat two korean teams who are pretty strong but yeah, uh, the korean teams are good yeah you know what let's roll with it let's roll andrea kelly right through all right and then the final matchup on this side of the bracket andrea kelly against carrie anderson this we saw our beater in the in, in the Scotties, right? Not in the playoffs. 
didn't they didn't they win the one two game? Oh, they might have won the one two game. Did they win the one two? So, no, they weren't in the final. Oh yeah, no, they weren't. I don't think they they make it. I think Carrie Anderson wins. So I agree. So we have Carrie Anderson in to the finals. Yeah, the final was uh, Carrie Anderson against uh, Krista McCarvel. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if we go into that one-two, the one-two game was McCarvel Crawford McCarvel winning in an extra, stealing the extra end, and uh, that's how that all happened. Uh, then, but didn't uh, Andrew Crawford? Get... Andrew Crawford beat Carrie Anderson in that weirdo playoffs, but not playoffs thing. Yeah, yeah, to see who would go to the one-two game. Yeah, so one there. Uh, in that matchup. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So we got Carrie Anderson into the final here. All right. Let's go to the bottom side of the draw or the right side again, depending on how you're looking at this. Let's start with the 6 11 matchup, uh, one that uh, I think should be a lot of fun. Could be the TV game. Casey Scheidegger against Carrie Galusha. Casey Scheidegger did play in the curling stadium alberta curling series <laughs> rename these things uh you don't need the word curling twice uh but she did play in that uh got the buy into the semifinal uh where she lost to rafaela kaiser there uh this weekend so they had a, a good week to get into that semifinal game and uh, scott carry galusha this will be there i believe first uh, big event uh, on the season Although they have been in Edmonton. So, uh, no, so excuse me. So they did play in the Savile shootout. So yeah. both teams have had uh, events under their belts. What do you think? I like this matchup. They did meet in the quarterfinals of that Savile shootout event, losing Ooh. to, or Scheidegger winning five to, or seven to five, rather. But I, I sort of like this spot for uh, Galusha. Yeah, me too. I, I think fan support for sure. Uh, they are fan favorites. So, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's let's do it. Why not? Yeah. So Galusha, we have through. Let's move on to the three fourteen matchup. Tracy Flurry, uh, which I still think it's funny that uh, this is how they're listing this team. Uh, maybe if they were sponsored by a different betting <laughs> site, maybe it would be different. I don't know. <laughs> Going Ooh. up against Suzanne Burt, of course, the fan vote. Uh, with Suzanne Burt and of course Colleen Jones is going to be playing for Team Burt this week. Uh, that should be a lot of fun to see Colleen Jones out there, which maybe they get the TV game just because of that, uh, so that we yeah. get some Colleen Jones on TV. This is the Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Uh, slot for these four games, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what they pick there. But Scott. Do you think that Colleen Jones can bring some magic to Suzanne Burt and give us a bit of an upset here? I think that uh, Colleen Jones actually hurts their chances, Sean, <laughs> unfortunately. Uh, Marie Christensen is a great player. Tough to argue that uh, Colleen Jones isn't, but uh, she's not what she used to be. And I will pick Team Flurry Holman, Team Floman, to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to win this one. All right. Uh, and we should note, too, that uh, that curling show is coming back uh, in advance of this. Uh, I believe they're oh going to do, uh, I think Colleen at least will be in, uh, obviously will be at the event. And uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if uh, Devin Haru will be out there as well, but that uh, is coming back this week, they announced. So uh, let's move on to the seven ten matchup. That is Holly Duncan going up against Penny Barker. Um, I said this about the 8-9 matchup in terms of like difficult to assess and and 
to have a strong feeling one over the other. I actually kind of feel this way here. Holly Duncan against Penny Barker. But I think I might be leaning slightly towards Holly Duncan. Yeah, I'm leaning slightly that way too. And I'm not sure why. But I think their fall that they had last year was is maybe coming into coming into play with that. But yeah. That's that's all I got. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let's go with Holly Duncan there in the 7-10. And then Caitlin Laws against Emily Deshin, the uh, reigning Canadian junior champions uh, from Nova Scotia. Caitlin Laws and her team won this weekend in the Mother Club event uh, that took place in Winnipeg. Uh, so uh, congratulations to them. Uh, so they get a big win there uh, beating Sarah Anderson in the final Scott can they keep that momentum going here I think so Sean I think so all right uh, let's run through the rest of this uh Carrie Galusha against team Floman uh give me Floman although Galusha usually does usually play well against uh Rachel Holman but yeah uh, beat them I'll, last I'll, year at the Scotties yeah, yeah I'll give I'll give it to uh Tracy Fleury will be the edge on this game all right, uh, Holly Duncan against Caitlin Laws. Uh, give me Team Laws to keep that momentum going. All right, and then Flurry against Laws in the first of what we expect to be many, many uh, high-profile, big TV matchups between these two teams over the next four years. I like Caitlin Laws, Sean. I like okay. her to come through. And then the final, Anderson against Laws. Yep, that's what we have. So a little chalky, one, two, <clears throat> in the final, but uh, give me Caitlin Laws to win. Uh, All right. Coming off a win last week. I just, uh, I like it. Back-to-back wins for Caitlin Laws. So that's what we have on the docket there. Uh, our two winners score. of... Score check, Sean. Score check. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I think this could be a, a high-scoring game. Let's go with 8-7. Uh, so 15. A 15-point combined score. I like it. And I will hit submit. Answers are saved. Okay, so uh, there you go. You can compete against us. It is sweep16.ca. I think you have until, what, Wednesday to get in? Basically until the event starts on Wednesday. If you want to participate in this, uh, there is an option to put money somehow on the. I don't really understand uh, how. Uh, but that is an option as well. Uh, but we are not doing it wagers we're just doing the fun no. part of it yeah entries close september 21st at 12 p.m eastern time so noon eastern time on okay wednesday the 21st thank you for clarifying that 12 p.m was noon i appreciate that well you know some people confuse a.m and p.m and yeah, thought i true. thought i'd just be a little more clear <laughs> so uh so there you have it so again if you want to participate sweep 16 .ca. Uh, you can find our entry, see if you beat it. You probably will. Uh, but if we win the media one, uh, that would be fun for us. And uh, we will brag to an extent that uh, is disproportionate with the accomplishment. And if we do not win, we will never mention it ever again. Exactly. So uh, there you go. That's it. Uh, TV, uh, curling, TV, curling on TV is back this week. Uh, TSN with the coverage. Uh, if you're outside of Canada, I have not seen whether or not ESPN Plus or whatever, whatever the ESPN thing is uh, that normally picks it up, if they will have any of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And internationally, uh, I would be surprised if anyone picks this up internationally. But 
outside of potentially ESPN. But that's it. Uh, should be a lot of fun to have TV back on our screens. Uh, it would be more fun if my prediction that I made before the podcast uh, is true in terms of the broadcast. But I'm not going to say it on here just in case it's not <laughs> it's not accurate. Uh, but if it is accurate, uh, I think I was I think we were recording when I said it, and I'll play it next week. So, uh, so Scott, uh, you're excited for this, right? Super excited, Sean ready to watch curling on TV and uh, looking forward to seeing all these new teams. Yeah. in a fun new event. Should be a good time. And uh, we'll do an episode next week to recap all the fun and frivolity from the points bet invitational. So if you have not yet, please be sure to subscribe to the show. Wherever you get your podcast, do the likes, ratings, comments, all that good stuff helps other people find the show keeps us growing. And we are certainly appreciative of all the support that we receive. You can also head on over to GameOfStonesPod.com. All the episodes are there, plus a link to the merch under the merch tab. It is chilly here in the nation's capital, and I have worn my Game of Stones hoodie a few times uh, this past week, uh, so you can get one of those. You can get t-shirts, toques, uh, all the stuff that we got there, proceeds to the Sandra Smurler Foundation and Food Banks Canada. We, of course, match all of those. And do follow along with everything we got going on on social media at Game of Stones Pod on Twitter and Instagram, Game of Stones Podcast on Facebook. And you can reach out, let us know what you want to hear on the show, Game of Stones Podcast at gmail.com. So, Scott, seven days until we hit the ice. Uh, how are you preparing for our inaugural matchup? Uh, well... My first point of uh, order is to go fix my neck. I, I don't know, like I slept funny or something. My neck really hurts. So first going to go do that. Then I'm going to mm-hmm. be hitting the gym, yeah. doing some uh, big leg presses. Sure. Uh, you know, some some rows, some uh, trap pull downs, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Getting so that strong. You're, so that you're well suited to stand around for 15 minutes before throwing two rocks yes that's right that's right yeah Yeah. uh make sure you maybe drink a little tea too maybe a little honey in there uh, so that your voice is your voice is ready (laughs) well sean i also need to make sure that uh i get my game of stones hoodie because it's in my luggage which is sitting in pearson airport and Mm -hmm. has been for three days and uh so i'm hoping i get it back sometime soon so i can hopefully uh, wear that to our game next week. Yeah, got to be on brand. I'll tell you too. There, there's I've seen people wear the Game of Stones T-shirts Thursday nights at the Ottawa Curling Club, uh, and mm. in sort of wrestling parlance, I totally marked out. I was so excited to see them out in the world. Uh, it was so exciting. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you have one and we're going to be somewhere where we are, and you wear one, I will just. Uh, I would be so excited um, to hang out. I'll want a picture with you, you know, because I don't think anyone <laughs> wants a picture with me. So, uh, so there you go. So uh, check out the merch, all that stuff. We'll uh, talk about our <laughs> games as we come back. Uh, Scott, always a pleasure. Enjoy the games, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. But until then, keep those brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final.